0: Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Mike Ruffin. I know you guys don't like the car audio as much, but we're just going to have to deal with it today because most of my good ideas tend to flow when I'm working out or when I'm in the vehicle for some reason. So it's kind of like I take my conscious mind and apply it elsewhere, and I get this well stream of just awesome creativity coming from my subconscious. But anyways... You know, I talked about this on my Instagram story a little bit and on, on Facebook. and Remove bullshit obligations from your life. I feel like the normal person, the average Joe in Mary, 90% of what they do, if not more, is bullshit. Like, this is what I mean by bullshit obligations. I have to... Versus, I want to, or I get to. And the important dichotomy, the distinction there, rather, is the I get to the to the I have to. Because sometimes there are obligations that we necessarily might not want to do, but we get to do them. We're blessed to do them. Maybe, for example, it's meeting a mentor at five thirty in the morning. You might not necessarily want to do that, but you certainly are blessed to be able to get to do that, right? So that's such an important distinction there between the I have to and I get to. I have to, or uh, obligations sound like I have to be at work where I sell my life for dollars on the hour or the year at a certain time. I have to go sit at the DMV because I need to update my license. I have to make it to this meeting because my boss wants to review the HR policy, which all HR departments across the world should be fucking burnt to the ground. Such a waste. Such a waste of... It's all... It's just women, man. You know, but we, we don't need to get into that. <laughs> so... You know, women that got too much power went to their heads. That's that's the HR department. Or it's a pencil neck dude that, like, you know, his his white boyfriend sleeps in his bed. So, (laughs) anyways, I digress. These obligations, how much of your life is devoted to the fulfillment of bullshit obligations? How much time are you spending on a day-to-day basis doing... I have, Well, I have to, Mike, because I have to pay my bills. What a miserable existence to lead. Miserable. There's a one in a trillion chance that you would even be born. The right sperm had to get into the right egg and the right chromosomes had to split at the right time. Like... The chance that you even exist right now is such, uh, such an anomaly. It's a statistical anomaly that you're even alive and breathing right now. And you exist solely to pay bills for shit you don't even want. For things you don't even want. Why? Because everybody else, well, well why do you go to school? Because everybody else does. That's what they told me would be a good idea to do. Go to school. Get a good job. Why do you need a good job? So I can pay my bills. What you, you're you going to die and just that's what you did was you paid bills your whole life? Most of the people I know are good at paying bills. They're shit parents. They're shit spouses. You know what I mean? It's like you live solely your entire, the, 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 the purpose of your life is to pay bills? Like how much of your life is I have to? And then I have people that are in uh, quote-unquote entrepreneurial pursuits that really think they're working for themselves but are really building for somebody else. Listen to me. If you think you are an entrepreneur, I want you to ask yourself this one question. Can tomorrow, tomorrow, can a person above me take away everything I've built? If the answer to that question is yes, You are not yet an entrepreneur. You might be an entrepreneur in training. You might be an entrepreneur apprentice, but you are not a true entrepreneur. You are not a true business owner. You might be a business owner apprentice. You might be learning the skills that will someday allow you to own a business, but if tomorrow your upline can take everything you've built away from you, you are not in business for yourself. So let me ask you, life insurance, salesman, life insurance, and I'm not saying there's any, I love that, I still work in that business, but let me ask you a question, what are you doing right now to set yourself up to be in a position where nobody else can dictate the outcomes of your work? You want to be radically in charge and accountable for both your successes and your failures, and the more people that you have above you in the hierarchy, the less ownership you get of your actions and your work. Let me say that again. Excuse me. The more people you have in your hierarchy above you, the less ownership, true ownership you have of your business in terms of the work and the results that you get. So don't you sit here, because some of you will listen to this podcast and be like, well, I don't work a nine-to-five. I'm in sales. I don't work a nine-to-five. I I, I work in real estate. I don't I, I don't work a 9 to No, listen, 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 listen. How much I have to are you doing a day? Because the more, and that's another thing, The the more people you have above you in the hierarchy, the more I have to bullshit you have to do. Think about it. Like, really challenge yourself. Now, I'm not saying quit your career. I'm not saying... You get out of life insurance, get out of real estate. It's the best place to be to learn. What I'm saying is is you need to have a long-term game plan to remove the I have to's and to remove the people above you in the hierarchy, however that looks. Whether it's you becoming the top person in the hierarchy or you learning the skills and the attributes that you need to learn in terms of sales, in terms of building, in terms of how to run your own business and taking them and, and starting your own venture like I did. That's what you have to do. I'm telling you right now, but here's the thing, is that maybe some people are more – the more people that you have above you in the hierarchy, you know, this is another point, the less risk you bear. So, in other words, you fail, it's not going to be as impactful as if you were in business by yourself and for yourself, right? So, some people are comfortable – having other people in the hierarchy above them because it mitigates the effects of failure. It makes it less catastrophic. Makes it less catastrophic, which is fine. But don't you parade and masquerade on social media as a business owner and an entrepreneur if your risk is absorbed by an upline. Don't you do that. You might work hard, you might make a lot of money, but in an instant, somebody could take that from you. But what they can't take from you are the skills. What they can't take from you are the skills. But back to the fundamental point that I wanted to to discuss with you guys today, You, you really need to reframe your purpose on this planet. You really need to reframe your purpose, and there needs to be a radical change. you know I, I think I said it this morning. I think it was Ben Franklin. I should have looked it up before I did this episode, but I'm driving. He said that most men die, most men die at twenty five but they're not buried until they're seventy five How powerful is that statement? you know and that was true back when he was alive. Look at it now. <laughs> I saw this interesting thing the other day, this kind of schizo uh you know reddit thread or four chan thread where uh, somebody said that there was like five million souls in rotation, and everybody else is an NPC, you know, so I kind of struggle with even talking about this, because most people are NPCs, anybody that knows, uh, doesn't know what an NPC is, basically, I think it stands for non-playing character, so it's like in Grand Theft Auto, like the pedestrians, that you bump into them, they go, hey, and they stare at you for a second, and then they keep walking, or like you just find one facing a wall, <laughs> for no <laughs> reason Most people are NPCs, right? But anyways, I I will get into the message, because I'm not totally sold on that. I'm definitely sold on the NPC thing, but I think there might be more than 5 million souls. Anyways, if it is just 5 million, I'm talking to you guys. Like, look at just, people are, I see it every day, I'm driving into the office and people are just smoking cigs in the car with the windows up. They look like they want to fucking kill themselves. They look like they want to die every morning. And it's like, how can you live like this? Every, every piece of comfort that you have in your life, you had to sell a little piece of your soul. Let me say that again. Oh, that's so good. Every bit of temporal, let's, let's specify, every bit of temporal comfort that you have in your life was paid for with a little piece of your soul. Little piece. So the more temporal comfort you have, the little house on the main street with the white picket fence and the two cars that you're paying for every month leased and, you know, your, your job <laughs> and you make your wife go to work every day, like like every little piece of temporal comfort. Now, I know you got to do what you got to do, especially when you guys have kids because, like, I think about my parents, man. They worked their asses off to make sure that they were doing what was best for us kids. But some people, you know, I can respect that because it may be who I am today, and I wouldn't be here without the sacrifices my parents made. But at the same time, many of you aren't even doing it for the betterment of anybody else's life. You're just, well, because it's what everybody else does. It's normal. And you're going to die, and people are going to forget about you in two years. They're going to forget about you in two years. What are, you, what are you going to leave behind? What are you going to do? What are you, like, what is, like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do to stand out? What are you going to do to leave a legacy? I want to challenge you today. Think about why you're doing what you're doing. I think so many people go through life unconsciously. They have no idea why they're even alive. They have no why do you go to work? Well, I got to pay my bills. Why do you got to pay your bills? Because uh because I I got to have a good credit score. Why do you have to have a good credit score? Well, so I could I could buy a car and a house. Okay, so you could buy more bills. Is what you're telling me. So you're going to go to work, you're going to get a good credit score so you could buy yourself better bills. <laughs> Isn't that such a good way of putting it? You're going to go to school. You're going to go to work. You're going to get a job, and you're going to keep that job. And you're going to do. You're going to be a, a good boy. You're going to be a good girl, and pay your bills so you can buy better bills. Now, if you were to tell me, Mike, I'm going to school, uh, and I want to learn this particular skill, or I'm going to join uh, a trade because I want to learn this particular skill. I got to make some money so that I can invest in this startup. I've got a game plan for this, and I need good credit so that that way I can, uh, you know, get capital and start a bit like that makes way more sense. But many of you don't have that game plan. In fact, none of you do that are probably listening to this right now, maybe one or two, have an investment game plan and a game plan to start your own business or businesses. But 99% of you are just waking up and you're paying a fucking bill. Pardon my French today, but I'm fired up. Because too many people are going through life dead. You're a waste. You intrinsically are not a waste. You're beautifully and wonderfully made You were made in the image of God, and you're wasting it on mediocre bullshit. You're on autopilot. Between your cigarettes and your caffeine and your Netflix and your sex, you're a husk of a person. You're a fluid-filled meat sack, slave to your... Primal urges and desires, and that's the thing, they're not even primal anymore. They're manufactured, they're synthetic, they're artificial. You have your porn, you have your pizza, you have your video games. You don't even have sex like a real man anymore. You don't even have sex like a real man anymore. There's nothing primal about your sex. It's manufactured. It's specifically tailored to you by corporations. Oh, you don't know what I'm talking about? Like, you guys don't know. Because I know, I used to, that over time that browser starts to learn what you like and starts suggesting things for you to watch. You know what I'm talking about. You're, you don't even have sex like a man anymore. You're a husk of a person. You don't even eat like people are supposed to eat. You don't suffer and bleed and sweat like a man is supposed to suffer, bleed, and sweat. You're a husk of a person. But that can change. That can change. But you've got to be willing to make the change. And I'm not just talking to men. I'm talking to you, women. Women, you were born to be creators and nurturers. Creators and nurturers of life, the most beautiful task, the most beautiful calling anybody can have. And it's, now they want to grow babies in Petri dishes. Now murdering your unborn child is a welcome practice. Now a dude who's six foot four can hop in the pool and steal your medals. This is you know, I'm not going to get down that rabbit hole today, but listen to me, man. Women, are you living according to your true intrinsic nature? Or have you been suckling on the lies that feminism has been breastfeeding women for decades now, and now suicide in women is higher than it's ever Ben, Unhappiness, depression, and anxiety in women is higher than it's ever been. Dissatisfaction, paranoia, cancers are higher in women than they've ever been. Why? Because women are no longer living according to the purpose that they've been called to live for. And the same goes for men. Because we get up to pay bills. How much longer will you continue to sell your soul for temporal comfort? How much longer? Look at it. There's this kid. He's probably 18 years old or younger crossing the street in front of me outside by himself wearing a mask. If that isn't just such a beautiful metaphor for the muzzled, you know, he's real skinny. He's got this weird gut, lanky arms. You know, I'm not trying to hate on this poor kid at, 7.57 in the morning, but you know, if that's not just a great metaphor for our society, just muzzled, head down, eyes down, air AirPods in, oblivious to the world around him, just another bag of meat consumer waddling around on his pencil legs with his mask on. And it ain't just him. Some of us look differently on the outside, but that's what we look like on the inside. Some people just wear it on their sleeve. Some of you think that you're different on the outside, but on the inside, you're a muzzled, mask-wearing, waddling loser. But it doesn't have to be that way. Again, there's a difference between being some way intrinsically to the core and having become that way over time. (laughs) Many of you have just become that way over time. And it's time to change. Change remember, to close, the change that you want to see in the world starts with you. It doesn't start with a fucking social media post. It doesn't start with a bumper sticker. It starts with you. You can post all you want on social media. You can do all that other slacktivism bullshit. But at the end of the day, you're changing nothing. You're being a self-serving loser. Shit off social media and stop looking outwardly and start to dive inwardly. And you will watch not only your life change, but you'll start to affect change in those around you. I know I was harsh on you guys today, but I want to encourage you that I do love each and every one of you, that I care for each and every one of you, that I speak these words for each and every one of you, because I want you to be the best version of yourself that you were created to be. I'll talk to you guys soon.